All right, all right, all right. We are the Malcolm Go Podcast on September the 7th. This is episode 6. I am, of course, your host, Tony Loconti. Uh, with me today is a good friend of the show, Vince Johnston. How's it going? And uh, local comedian, Tyler Trainer. Thanks for having me back, Tone. What's up, guys? How's everything going? Pretty good. It's been a good week since the last Malcolm Go podcast. I know. We're missing Dom. Yeah, he was in a, this uh, mysterious absence yeah, that mystery. we'll that we'll hear about when he comes. In. He just well, won't be as excited to tell us. He won't be as uh, he won't be as diligent. I want I want to say. Oh, I think he's going to come back with a lot of good information. He's, he's going to be ready. He's yeah, I think gonna he's, sp- he's going to spend he's, this next month. Uh, he's going to have a strong podcast, doing a lot of research, yeah. maybe. Um, so anyway, boys. So uh, it's it's day one or week one. A T B twelve. How do we feel today? Honestly, I'm shook. I, I, you know what? I'm shook. We should be, but I feel great. You feel fine. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Uh, What was it? Reasons. Sunday. Sunday. I was feeling very down. Spent a week in uh, Kinney Bunk. Nice area. Not not, not uh, bad. Look at you. Yeah, not bad. Got a little kiss by the sun a little bit. Came back Sunday. Feeling a little blue, you know. Summer's over. Last day it was gloomy. Wake up to the same weather, but I'm like a bubbly, bubbly schoolgirl, you know. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm firing all cylinders, and I don't even know why. And I realize it's week one, week one, week one, week one. Love it. Got to respect it. We, we're ready to go. We're I excited. mean, I'm as happy as Jimmy after the Latanza heist. I mean, I'm fired up. <laughs> Jimmy after the Latanza. Is that a setup? <laughs> That's how happy I am, and that's how I've been all day. I'm bubbly. I, I mean, I got my Patriots merch on. All, you always I, have the merch all Monday, but that's what I did Monday. I broke it all out of the closet, organized it. Uh, had my first day of school today because I'm still in college, and uh, well, wore all my uh, Patriots gear. Wore all my Patriots. Actually, the first day of school, I wore my Patriots gear. Today, I. Uh, Tribute to Tom Brady, dressed how Tom Brady dresses. I just, <laughs> guys, go- I just googled a picture of Tom Brady. I like you in your TB12 hat. Oh yeah, which uh, reminds me that he's been uh, wearing nothing but TB12 uh, oh, yeah. materials. Yeah, sure. That's all he's wearing now: the sweatshirt, yeah. the yeah. hat. Yeah. Let he, me let me plug that. He's now selling shirts on on the website. Good so plug. TB12.com yeah. for you guys. We do not get any kickback, but buy all of it. Yeah. I, I get a week. Help help yeah. Tom. Help out. He needs some money. He's got a uh, he's got a family to feed for crying out loud, um, so I'm I'm uh, it's gonna be weird for the first time in 15 years watching a uh, well besides the injury year watching another quarterback uh, under center. I feel uh, like half the teams in the uh, NFL not knowing we what we have going into week one with the quarterback position. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, it's just weird. It's just a weird scenario where I don't I feel like. Uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's a uh, like a carnival or something. Something yeah. I'm like just excited to see for like Tom Brady. You know what you're gonna get now. You're gonna you're gonna get uh, per- perfection yeah. most of the time, and now you're gonna bring in Jimmy, and you just don't know what you're gonna get. It's just gonna be a brand new thing. You don't have to care as much as the way I feel. Is is I love it. I love the team, and um, with Tom Brady, it's 
you feel like you have to win the Super Bowl or at least yeah. be there because these are like maybe the only times you're ever going to win the Super Bowl in your lifetime. Yeah. Right. So you got four already. He want now you want him to break the record. You wanted him to get four. You wanted him to get three. Now you want him to have five. So you want the him drive. to drive. Exactly. Drive for five. <laughs> get one for the thumb. <laughs> uh, so I I'm a little um, I'm excited. And and th- that's the way I feel is th- with Tom Brady is it's, I get so nervous because I just want him to win that fifth Super Bowl and be the best of all time. Undoubtedly, no one can uh, no one can take that away from him. With Jimmy, it's just like, yeah, let's go watch some football and yeah. you know don't get hurt till week five. Rest yeah. of the players, uh, that's I don't know. That's the way I'm looking looking at the first four games. Well, I feel like we're playing with like house house money a little bit in the first four games because we're not expecting much, but anything that good happens. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. We know Tom's gonna come back week five, healthy, mad. That's Bullshit, great. That's right. great. In a week in a week division, okay. But what I expect to see is maybe that uh, Gillette Stadium sheds that um, that white collar feel in the first four games because people are just gonna be getting hammered getting because crazy. Like, we're not yeah. expecting to just dominate. We don't have that hanging over us. So I'd love to see that. Foxborough get back to its old self. Yeah, it, 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 it's been real quiet the last. Uh, it, well, you know what? I, I won't say that because two years ago it was surprising me when they started getting um, basically all the calls from Trent Dilfer as the team is done. They stink. They're not going to be good anymore. I, I want to say this very clearly: they hate their coach. So you get all these things, and t- and then everyone comes into that Cincinnati game, uh, 2014 season. And uh, the fucking place, if it had a roof, they were ready to rip the roof off the place. Um, so it was as loud as I'd ever heard it, uh, Gillette Stadium anyway. And um, that and the, combined with the Baltimore playoff game were the loudest games I've heard in Gillette Stadium in probably 15 years. Ever since probably the Colts 2004 uh, AFC title game. Those were the loudest games I had heard. Uh, and I think it's, it's going to continue. I mean, it's been getting better and better. And... Um, Jimmy's going to get his support. could be interesting to see this team turn into a defensively-led team instead of just having Brady year after year and that offense, you know, be the be the pinnacle of the team to actually see, you know, the defense take over. Well, I mean, that's what I'd like to get back to. I mean, that's what got us that's the what, first few. I mean, that's what got all four Super Bowls yeah, yeah, the defense. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady has been immaculate the, uh, after the first, the run, first run of three, or really the first yeah. – Probably the first two. I'd say the offense really took it up a notch on that uh, that uh, 2004 season. But ever since then, it's been all offense. Uh, they got to play complimentary football, as BB likes to say. Just do your job, you know? That's what I mean. Yeah. Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that. Um, so, big cut-down surprises this week. Cut-downs. Um, love to get into that. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I see it as I didn't see a lot of big-time cut Any big cuts... I didn't see not coming. There was a lot of makes that I saw uh, that, that kind of... Um, I think I owe an apology to uh, Jonathan Freeney for last week being my <laughs> surprise cut of the week. And <laughs> he was your surprise Belichick cut. Belichick pretty much gave him the, gave him the captain. Without I think I nailed one. I, getting it. <laughs> is he captain? Gino Grissom, I got. I nailed him last week. Oh, I yeah. wish I had my paper and I'd talk about it. But I nailed Gino Grissom. Um... So the, the the surprise to me, the only thing that really surprised me was uh, both Dobson and Keyshawn Martin getting cut. 
never saw that coming. That's, I mean, you knew one of them was going, but I knew it was. Both I thought it was Dobson when they were talking trade rumors. Uh, I thought Keyshawn Martin was safe. He ran perfect route in um, Game Four, the uh, preseason with Brady, scored a touchdown with him. They seemed to love him. They gave him a two-year deal uh, in the offseason. Was that after he went down? He, he didn't. He get didn't get ba- hurt. He, didn't he get banged up at one at one point? And then uh, Dobson kind of. I remember. Actually, I remember you tweeted. You said Dobson lives. Well, last year he Dobson. was in and out of the out of the. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about last, last oh, this year. year. I'm talking about this. I thought. I thought he went down. Well, Keyshawn he, Martin hurt his yeah, knee yeah. or ankle or something. You tweet. You tweeted. Uh, I Dobson. said Dobson lives yeah, because yeah, Keyshawn yeah. Martin. Yeah, he hurt his ankle after he scored yeah, yeah. that touchdown. Made a ca- then he, so, Dobson made a catch and then Dobson made a catch and I thought he was gonna you know have a chance to make the team only if Keyshawn was hurt and I still see a chance where uh, Keyshawn Martin can return later because no one's gonna pick him up and it's surprising to me that Dobson hasn't even had a tryout yet. Um, it's the curse of the number 17 continues. <laughs> how, how, many, how many players does that go back now? It's Dobson, uh, Taylor Price. Do you guys remember him? Yeah. Price. Uh, they and drafted him in the an, third round. Anything before that was probably like... Chad Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Those are three that I can remember off the top of my head. But uh, the curse of 17, it just continues. Uh, no one can we- nobody can come in here and wear that number and uh, succeed in New England's offense as a wide receiver. It's unbelievable. It's... Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's it's very weird how they do that. You're gonna be second string all your life, boy. Um, but like I said, I think Keyshawn can find a spot uh, coming back to this team, especially if we see an injury later on in the season. What surprised me is Amendola and Edelman, uh, both healthy, not on the uh, injury report this week. Gronk so, practiced today. I'll Gronk did see. practice today, and I'm a little a little shook because I read a Mike Reese report before I uh, we started this, where he was um, where he was. Uh, Apparently, still feeling the uh, that hamstring that he apparently got in, he injured in that Bears practice, basically, and now it's uh, hamstrings are scary because they can linger for weeks. Yeah, you saw never that with Sean last year. Um, guys like Arian Foster had that two years ago. Yeah, they never stop. No, they always yeah they come up and they they linger and linger and linger the whole season long. Say linger again. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how that works out. I mean, if he plays this week, I think he's going to play. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, I got some echo in my headphones. I'm just taking them off, pissing me off. So um, we'll see how it goes. Um, so the other thing that uh, was somewhat surprising to me was Camus Grugier Hill uh, being waived. I think that they obviously wanted to sneak him onto the practice squad, but... Uh, Not a chance. Eagles jumped on him immediately. Yeah. He was very surprising uh, in in preseason and in practice. He was all over the field making plays in the kicking game as an outside linebacker and as a safety. Uh, I mean, I thought he should have made the team over Jordan Richards, if anybody. You know, I couldn't watch uh, Jordan Richards play anymore. I mean, I'm honestly, if he wasn't a second-round pick last year, I think he'd be off the team. Especially with that new Eric Rowe edition, uh, I like that edition. By the way, yeah, love awesome. that edition. Yeah, he's a, he's a second round pick last year, an actual <laughs> second round pick that deserved to be picked that high. Yeah. Who was a safety cornerback hybrid at six foot one? Uh, Camus Grugier Hill was a, uh, I mean, crazy. A- he's a crazy athlete. The guy's, he jumps out of the gym. He's a, he's a bullet. He reads runs. He plays defense. And uh, Bill tries to sneak him through. What I think did 
what happened there was uh, Elandin Roberts, that, that uh, middle linebacker from Houston, they, uh, they drafted in the seventh round, played his heart out, and I love his heart. I've watched so many videos of this guy giving speeches to his Houston football team. The guy just seems like, uh, I mean, he's an absolute monster, a beast. He's, um, he was injured and was playing through uh, that ankle injury during the preseason game. Did you see it? Uh, game four. And I think that, that just won the coaches over and kind of pushed Grugier Hill off the team. Yeah. Uh, just kind of sucked because I, I, I watched so much film about uh, on KGH. And I did too, and actually. I was so yeah. excited because he looked to me like a Jamie Collins uh, light. Yeah. You know, he was not as quick. But I guess with the addition of Barkevius Mingo, who's almost like an identical player and yeah. seems to be, uh, you know, was just cr- yeah, d- dominating. Also came out just looking like, like a god. I was ready to put him in the Patriots Hall of Fame after yeah, the fourth yeah. reason. <laughs> I was, was fired like a, I mean, the guy was a... He, 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 he was running Jamie Collins' position for the second, third, and fourth quarter against the Giants' scrubs. And just, like, he looked like he was playing against a Pop Warner team. What was he in the backfield? And, like, every single play, he... Caused he a couple fumbles. Caused, like, two fumbles in a row. One... One got called back as a uh, penalty on the defense somehow, and it wasn't on him. And he caused two. Yeah, he caused the fumble the very next play. Yeah, like a sack. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he took control of the broadcast. I mean, he was that's every, all they were, that's, ta- that's all they were talking. He was blitzing about, the yeah. a gap like a like a, a seasoned veteran in the yeah, Patriots yeah. defensive scheme. A bat out of hell. Yeah, really and everybody just likes Don't saying Barkevius Mingo. Like it's just a it just Marquevious rolls off. Bingo. It just, call. He calls himself Kiki. I won't do that. Like we said, oh, yeah. Mama call him Barkevius, I'm going to call him Barkevius. Oh, it's a respect thing. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, the other thing I was surprised about is both, well, I guess if you drop both wide receivers, you've got to keep uh, two extra tight ends. Um, Clay Hyber and A.J. Derby make the team. Both receiving tight ends. with uh, Clay Hyber's got a little bit more blocking in him, where A.J. Derby's more of a little receiver situation. Um, now you've got four... Big time receiving tight ends, three in which can block uh, really well, two that can block like fucking tackles. So you're going to be looking at, I think this is the next phase of a Bill Belichick offense. And with Devlin in there, he's almost like a fifth tight end. That's true, player. too. He's just, we didn't have it all last year either. So, well, I think you got to keep a hog. And then he had a, he had a great preseason and then got to keep a guy named Clay Harbor. I mean, that's just... He does. It sounds like Lance <laughs> Harper. That's my quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that's basically related to Lance, so... <laughs> Lance Harper. I'm just, uh, I love uh, Lance. I, I feel like Lance Harper comes up every single time on the podcast. I mean, it's... Maybe it's because of Clay Harper, but... What do you think? I mean, how could you dominate a defense with four tight ends? I mean, you already knew you had Gronk and Bennett lining up probably. They're going to have them all over the field, both on the left side, both on the right side, you know... In, in line, uh, spread out. I mean, it's going to be crazy. And then you're going to have uh, – think of a, think of an offense with four tight ends and uh, Deion Lewis later in the season or uh, DJ Foster coming out of the backfield or Edelman coming out of the backfield. Um, I mean, four giant tight ends running at you that are all athletic going against cornerbacks and safeties. Yeah, I or, just think it's the new NFL, like – yeah, but yeah. I just think that don't you think Belichick's ahead of the curve with this? Oh, yeah. Of course, He's like, the, what? Yeah, the defensive players are getting smaller and faster, and the Pats just are getting at the skill position bigger and stronger. So I think that's where and fast, trying. which is the and problem. Yeah, exactly, it's it's crazy. Um, I'm excited to see it. I want to see what they're going to do. I mean, I th- 
I honestly think in the red zone they're going to be unstoppable. If if Garoppolo can fucking hit him in the hands, it's going to be it's going to be like playing catch in the uh, in the uh, backyard. I mean, he's going to be popping balls right into the fucking. Well, the, I don't want to say popping balls into the mouth like a Peyton Manning, but <laughs> I want to say he's going to drop them over there into the basket right into fucking Bennett and Gronk's hands every night. Um, so I'm just excited to see that. Um, DJ Foster made the team, and Gaffney yet again going on IR. It kills you, because Gaffney was running like a fucking bat out of hell. He was running straight up the middle, fucking one cut and go. I was really impressed with him. I wanted him to make the team. It looks like he was going to make the team, and then he... He busted. I don't know. I don't know if it was even a serious injury. That ankle injury he had in the in the. Uh, no, probably not. I, I mean, feel like been, they just they, used I it. feel like they've been doing that with him. They love him, yeah. but like I feel like they don't think he's gonna take Blunt's job. Maybe after this, I think Blunt's uh, uh, his uh, his uh, contract's up after the season. Maybe they think Gaffney just takes over next year because they're just stashing him. There's no way that ankle injury was serious. Um, they waved him. Nobody picked him up again. I don't know why. I mean, the kid keeps playing. Um, DJ Foster was impressive. He's not. He's not uh, Dion Lewis. He's not Danny Woodhead. He's a. Uh, he's a little bit quicker. Got a little bit better hands. He's a little small for the position. But of course, Dion Lewis is small. But he, DJ Foster doesn't have that shiftiness. But it gives you a uh, another option outside James White. Yeah. I mean, I'll take a my hot take here. Bishop Sankey. Bishop Sankey. There's gonna be kids wearing Bishop Sankey jerseys by the by the end of the year, I think. I just like I, the name Bishop. Reminds me of uh, Juice. Yeah, I mean, he'll he'll he's on practice squad right now, but he'll be up. I was just gonna. That was my next thing on my yeah. list. He has ridiculous combine numbers. Um, he's been he was set back by coaching changes in Tennessee. Uh, what do they have? Three, and a, and, and a god awful offensive yeah. line. Yeah, and they picked up two great running backs. So yeah, they got with completely different styles. Two yeah. fucking run fast, run straight guy. Yeah. Derrick Henry is you know, Derrick Henry is not going to make many people miss, and no. neither is uh, what's his face anymore, DeMarco, DeMarco Murray. So uh, Bishop Sankey's more of a Patriots guy. He's got uh, he's got that three cone drill everybody loves. Okay. Patriots <laughs> I mean, love. Yeah, I, actually, I wrote his, that. Down. His numbers are insane. I mean, <laughs> they got Eric Rowe now. So I was reading today. They got after the trade for Eric Rowe, the Patriots now have the top three three cone times from last year's uh, <laughs> from last year's um, uh, combine. combine. And Justin Coleman, Eric Rowe, and uh, oh shit, who's the third one? Oh, Jordan Richards. So now they got yeah. all. That's why Jordan Richards no goes in the second round. Yeah, no wonder he's still around. No shit. They just love <laughs> they just love that shiftiness. That little shifty little cocksucker. Go get it. So, uh, you had some prop bets you wanted to bring up. Um, no, well, just a few a few bets, uh, season-long bets. We have the, the Pats to win the AFC East. Oh. Um, minus 225 for the season. That's that's a gimme. Yeah, that's. Uh, I wouldn't even so bet that. Would you lose money if you bet for that? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you bet two twenty five, you win a hundred bucks. So yeah, that sounds pricey. really good. Um, wouldn't even go near it. Pat's win total at ten and a half this year. That's tough because only because of the Jimmy four games, but that's still doable. Over under in those four, first four games for Jimmy is two and a half. Mm. See, that's the that would be tough. I'd go over because I think they're gonna go three and one. They're going to win all three home games. That's what I think. What do you got, Vince? I think we go two and two. 
even still, I don't think they're going to lose a home game. I see Brady. I mean, I don't know. Something's going to happen. Maybe if something happens, one game. Nothing. And that's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have the Pats of the AFC champion. So AFC East champion. Uh, plus 300, three to one. Who else can do it? You got Denver, maybe, with no with a rookie quarterback. Or you got Pittsburgh down Marta- Martavis Bryant down uh, Le'Veon Bell three games, and you know they got nobody outside Antonio Brown. Some other teams like maybe Kansas City. They seem to to they get a lot of wins in the regular season, or maybe Oakland. You know, young team. Oakland's coming up. a uh, yeah, they're a young buck team. I they're still, the, they're they don't the get it. Not, no, they couldn't. The they couldn't come out of Patriots team this early. Yeah. Just they'll be like just like the Chiefs last year. They're too young. They wouldn't be able to come into Gillette Stadium. And I'm still assuming uh, playoffs are going to go through Gillette at least one game because um, they're going to win the AFC East. The only barring any injuries, please. Yeah, it, it all comes down to injuries. Otherwise, it's a walk to the Super Bowl. Would you say I it's think. a cake eater walk? Cake eater. I would say. Yeah. That. And then the last one is uh, six to one on the Super Bowl for the Patriots. That's the the highest in the league, isn't it? I think Seattle is right there too. Seattle's up there, and uh, yeah, but Seattle doesn't Patriots scare me Seattle anymore. Man. Seattle used to scare yeah, me. They don't, don't scare me anymore. Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson and, and Doug Baldwin. The thing about Seattle is they've kind of created a uh, they uh, the Patriots ruined it, but they were creating a Patriots esque. Uh, you know, kind of dynamic over there. Pre like two thousand one win with defense and kind of uh control the ball on offense run and short passes. And uh they were you know, they were gonna probably win the second Super Bowl back to back and have another run. I mean they could have been in the Super Bowl last year. They're gonna be right there at the end this year. Um I don't know about them now though. I mean I feel like their old offensive line has gotten worse. That was a bad trade. Their offensive line is terrible. They traded a Pro Bowl guard for Jimmy. Gr- I mean, for Jimmy Graham. It would have been a good trade if they used Jimmy Graham. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. Mean, I don't know what they do. They just don't use him. He just he's, he he can't block. He just goes out and runs routes. I mean, I, I remember when I saw that trade. I just like just, went into hiding for like two days. Yeah, because I, like, I thought it was going to be. What was it like a month after the uh, Patriots won the Super Bowl? Yeah, like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Now they get Jimmy Graham too. They were, and then and nothing happened. It was just he was well. He he sucked for like what six games and then hurt himself. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I they obviously didn't use him properly at all. I, I mean, know. he was he was a uh, high pick in every fantasy league, and then was basically useless. Didn't do anything. I had him in fantasy uh, the, his last year on the Saints, and uh, I picked him up. Actually, I traded for him. And I picked him up right when. He came to Foxborough and we shut him the fuck uh, and down. Keeve to leave made him look like a fool. Yeah, like a, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the difference. That might be the difference in uh, being a football player all your life, like Gronkowski, and being a basketball player turned football player. Uh, you're just not as physical. Although Antonio Gates, I've never thought of him as a bruiser either. Antonio Gates or Julius Thomas, none of those guys are bruisers. They're just old basketball players that can run fast and they're athletic and can catch. They don't have safeties bouncing off their thighs yeah, like I mean, Gronk does. Gronk is, is made to take hits. Well, I don't want to say that because he he, yeah, I, unless yeah. they're on the side of his knee, which they usually are. Yeah, now. Yeah. Gronk likes to deliver a hit too, which those guys don't want. Exactly. Well, every, pl- every play Gronk is involved in, I have my heart skips. Like, <laughs> sure every that. single time you sit there, you're like, oh God, get up, please. He falls like, he falls like a ton of bricks. Yeah, I know. So it was like, like there was a time last the game against the Jets where like a guy 
uh, dove at it. it was the safety of the Jets. He caught the ball, Gronk, came down, and the safety went and hit him in the, like, literally knowingly hit him in the thigh. And I was like, oh, that what a, what a, I was like, I wanted to send that guy a letter because he was like, he was like, I was so proud of him for not hitting Gronk's knee when he was like six inches above it. I was like, he could have just destroyed his knee for the rest of his career and he probably never would have played again and nobody would have blamed him. Yeah. They would all have been like, it's a football play. How else <laughs> yeah. are you going to take him down? It's a football guy. And then, uh, I was like, this guy, I, I love him. I can't believe he did that. And like Gronk gets up, just trots back to the huddle like nothing ever happened. See, that's the way it should be. Does Gronk go... Uh, this might sound stupid. Is he is he going to go robo-arm this year? Because I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think he's ever taken it off. I just hate it. I think just, he's Barry it, Bonds in I extra just, life now. I just don't like it. It just looks... Like he's gonna get injured when he has it on. <laughs> well, I know about. it. I know it does the exact. There's definitely opposite. no way he needs it. I think he uses it for good luck. I think somebody asked him about it last year, and they were like, "I just wear it for good luck now," because there's yeah. no way you need it for a broken arm to wear that the rest of your life. <laughs> I, I want broke. him to go double braces, both elbows, both knees, well, just braces all over the. That's place. what he's gonna look like in about ten years, like the new horse collar. Yeah, right? he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be out there in the fucking yeah. uh, Hannibal Lecter. Like uh, they're gonna wheel him out there on a dolly and just throw the ball at him. There's no way they're going to be – he's he's not going to be able to withstand this amount of pain. Either that or he's just going to retire young. But, but I just don't know what else he'd do. Like, be a – he'd be like DJ Pauly D at, like, wet. <laughs> no, he'll, like do, at, he'll do fine. He'd be, like, he'll at wet fun. in Las Vegas. He's, hard, he's already got Hall of Fame numbers. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried about his numbers <laughs> going in the Hall of Fame. I'm I not worried about his wanted. bank account either. <laughs> no, I know he's rich. I just don't know what he wants to do after. What would he, he'd be, like, a club promoter or, like, own a gym. I don't know. Just party. Yeah. Exactly. Just get shit-faced all the time. People will pay to party with Gronk for the next 20 years. That's true. He could probably be like a party promoter, like a fucking Black China. Gronk and Black China tonight (laughs) at fucking Rio and Cleveland. I don't know. Even though I saw saw the Gronk cruise, and I'm like, I would not want to go on that at all. I just agree. I would have went on that. Yeah, seems like a nightmare. I'm, I'm well, past it's because uh, the only problem is the, the Gronk is the one crushing all the girls the entire time. Oh, yeah. You think anybody else was going for anybody else except to try and bang Rob Gronkowski? Yeah, but it, I'm not out there. Like, it's just I'm 21 years old. I would have been all over it. I would have yeah. gone. There's no way. I'm the king uh, of a uh, fucking uh, Jaeger bomb. You need minimum six abs to get weight on that boat. Not Eight all. is ideal, but you need <laughs> at least six. I think you're overestimating the trash I that went on that boat. I always feel bad for his dad that's like in the background, like wearing like the uh, the cool Gronk gear, and he'll have like Gronk glasses on, <laughs> and he'll be like still dancing with like the whole crew. I'm like, this guy hit the fucking jackpot. He's just his dad, and he's like divorced from his mom, and he probably just crushes Gronkowski's. Uh, Rob, anything that any shrapnel that flies off of Rob Gronkowski, he's picking up. He's an absolute animal himself. I think he's like in Syracuse alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's like Michael Jackson's, Jackson's dad, except his kids still like him. And they did. Yeah. He didn't beat the shit in out of them to make them into uh, professional musicians. He just made them football players instead, yeah. which is fine by me. Uh, his other brother made uh, Buffalo. I was excited about that for him. Yeah, that's a hometown team. Bills Mafia. Um, so that Gronk cruise was funny because it was not like I thought it was the Gronk cruise. It was just like they rented a boat yeah, no, and everybody what? was on the Gronk cruise. No, but apparently they just changed the name of a carnival cruise and yeah. fucking like thirty percent of it was the Gronk cruise. It was the one other, section, yeah, and then the other the other seventy percent was just normal cruisers going on yeah, a yeah. little trip. But that's what you get when you go on a carnival cruise. You got to expect that you're gonna I've get never, fucking mayhem. Yeah, I've never been on a cruise and it. 
I don't care to go on one. It just sounds like a nightmare. Cruisers are great, but you don't go on carnival. That's the number one rule. <laughs> and in, in cru- number one rule in cruising is you don't go carnival. Yeah. It's a bunch of sixty-five-year-olds from Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going there for the ribs and the jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking. It's a savage boat. They ruin everything. It's like those are like the boats that tip over or like all the toilets backfill <laughs> with shit and oh, and just fill them and they fill the hallways and you have to sto- walk through shit for the next. Uh, it's like like a Hurricane Katrina. Uh, boat, like yeah, you have to live in it for six days until they can get you to shore. They seem to anytime there's a hurricane too, they direct all their boats right towards the yeah. hurricane, send just the, to get in the middle of it. <laughs> send the <laughs> send the carnival ships down there; they'll save someone. <laughs> and they fucked. I went on uh, a ship one time when I was a little kid called the Big Red Boat, and I, we were psyched. We didn't have no money. My my dad and mom had nothing, so it was like me, my two brothers, my parents, and it was a four day cruise, which it was like. So we left. Uh, Boston on Thursday, got down to Miami, took it out of Miami uh, Friday morning, and you know you're on it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I think you get off Monday. So you go to the Bahamas or something, and then oh, we went to Haiti, which that tells you that tells you all you need to know is you went first trip was Haiti, and then the second day was uh, the the capital of Bahamas, Nassau. So it's in November, right? So what's in the Caribbean in November? Hurricanes. Hurricanes. <laughs> Constant hurricanes. So you're in there, and um, this boat was called the Big Red Boat. It was a Disney cruise uh, for like all, it was before Disney had cruises. It was just the Disney cruise. So it was like Mickey and everybody was on, on board with us. And um, I was like, I don't know, I want to say eight or nine. And uh, we were going through one of the worst hurricanes in the fucking Caribbean. And I swear this boat was going, literally touching its sides on the water, <laughs> left and right and left and right. The whole time, we're sitting at a table, and you know on cruises, you don't sit with just your family. You sit with, like, another family or two other families. Um, we're sitting at dinner one night, and I'm just like, this, i just looking straight out at my mother. I'm like, uh-oh. And this fucking <laughs> projectile vomited all over this other family with their, their young daughter who was, like, 12 and didn't want to be there. And there was throw up all over the ship. We got to Haiti, pulled into a, <laughs> and we get pulling to Haiti. Here comes the fun. They're like, "Don't go over that fence, or you'll die from the civil, <laughs> or you'll die from the civil war." And then, <laughs> then uh, you sit there, and you're still in a hurricane, mind you. For some reason, we, we must have been in the eye of the storm where there was there was sun for like six day six hours. So we went there, got on, got off the ship, look around us, realize we're like a like a tugboat to other cruise ships. It was like uh. the, this boat could have sat on the deck of all the other cruise boats. It was the littlest red boat of all time. <laughs> and then we get to... <laughs> the big red boat. Yeah, exactly. And then we go to... Uh, we try to get to Nassau on the next day in the Bahamas. And we just we wake up at like 9 a.m., boat's still rocking. Or we wake up early, probably like 8 a.m., 7 a.m. And the boat's rocking like crazy. And then the fucking captain says, um, we can't get off the ship. There's too much rain and the winds. So we're just going to go back to Miami. I was like, oh, awesome. So we went on a four-day cruise, went to Haiti, threw up, and fucking just got rained on for four days. The worst cruise experiences of my life. I'd rather have sunk, I think. Um, That's the exact plot to uh, the sequel to I, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. I mean, was it? <laughs> I Know What You Did. It was like Poseidon 2. No, they won, a, they won like a... 
vacation retreat in hurricane season to some remote island, and then the fishermen killed them all. This is the, what the third. What was this? The fourth one. That was the second one. Really, I didn't see that. That's still Jennifer was, Love Hewitt. Was I was still, gonna, she was the main actress in that. Wasn't yeah. uh, I? The cute blonde that was Buffy. She was in that, right? Uh, she got axed in the first one. In the first one. That's why the first yeah. one was a hit because she was yeah, such a big. Yeah. Sam Michelle Gellar was a hit back then with Cruel Intentions. I think Freddie Prince made it to the second one. Is that where they met? Oh, the first one. Yeah, I think so. Freddie yeah. Prince still together too. Beautiful, beautiful. I know Hollywood. He got room. he got out of the uh, he got out of the game. Oh seemed. yeah, he yeah. was the host of a show I was watching the other day where it was Dana Carvey. It was on like TBS. I think it got like six episodes. Like Im- it was just imitations. Uh, yeah, was it impress me? Is that what it's called? I don't know, something like that. But it was, or imitate me, uh, and they would just or not imitate me, but imi- do imitations. So like three people would come up and just do imitations. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and Dana Carvey, who's obviously one of the best at it, would have it like a guest. Like Steve Carell was there once, and uh, they just do imitations the whole episode. I don't know. Yeah. It was he funny. Sh- he shut it down early because uh, his dad was like famous and stuff. Famous guy. He was, a, com- he, he was a comedian. He killed yeah, himself. Yeah, killed I think. himself. I think he so, axed himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he wanted to he stay away from by the, the fame. Gloucester Fisherman. Also, um, v- not much talent, but. <laughs> no, Freddie Prince? No, he was all good looks. He's no, handsome, man. He's known no, for his no, looks. He was the, uh, he was the basis. Of, well, he was the guy that um, was the one where he changes the girl, also with Lance Hyber in it. Uh, where he changes the uh, the nerd girl into a sexy prom queen by just taking oh, yeah. by just removing her glasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's she's ugly, and then they take off her glasses, and she's yeah. an eleven. Oh, you have a perfectly symmetric face. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Wait a second. I think you can be a supermodel now, other than a nerd. No push up bra needed here. Wow. Um, so uh, back to Patriots talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a little off track there, but that's typical. Here at the Malcolm Go podcast. Uh, so. The Patriots uh, this week put up Tom Brady banners all over the lighthouse. That I like. <laughs> what do you love it? Um, you know, I'm a sentimental guy. I know, me too. <laughs> and, uh, I saw that. Yeah. I got I got excited. I lo- I I had a feeling because I know that Jonathan Kraft had did some talk about uh, unraveling a Tom Brady banner instead of the Super Bowl banner last year. Had uh, Tom Brady been suspended? Oh yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe that's what they were going to do this year. Um, it looks like to me that they just they scrap that and just put Tom Brady's face up there, which is just an Uggs ad, basically. He's like screaming, you know, whatever he's doing. I don't know. I think it's a little unfair to Jimmy, I wanna say. Um no. No. No, <laughs> no, no. Jimmy avocado here, Larry. Jimmy's all right. I don't feel bad for Jimmy. Don't feel bad for Jimmy. He's I don't, he's all right. I don't feel he, bad for Jimmy. He gets to step in with an awesome team. He does. And all he has to do is all right. If it was like, you know, when Mayo went down and Hightower took over, I would feel a little bad for Hightower if they put Mayo signs all over. <laughs> yeah. Brady yeah. gets a slide. I think he does too, but I, I feel like they're like, they're, you know, they get behind Jimmy or they're like, Jimmy, your team, your destiny, you do what you, you do with it what you will. And then they got fucking literally giant Tom Brady signs over his shoulder like, look, motherfucker, I'll be back in four weeks. Don't get too comfortable. He uh, knows that though. Over nah, under he for knows. Uh, he I, Belichick already told him. He was like, "It's all. It's not. You're on. not gonna. I don't care how many touchdowns you throw." Yeah, over under for Jimmy on touchdowns for the first four games is five and a half. Uh, I take over on that. I have to too. Five and a half. That's first four. First four games. That's that's just over one a game. You do fuck, that. I, I think hope Gronk's gonna. I fucking, I fucking hope it's over. I know. I mean, maybe he won't get. Maybe he doesn't throw one. F- figure maybe he gets shut out in Arizona. 
he has to throw he has to throw two per game at, at three games at home. That's that's close. It's doable. Houston's defense is trash. It's suspect, but Jimmy uh, Miami. I don't. Miami's weak. Buffalo is going to be blitzing all over the place and trying to trick Jimmy. I mean, um, who Buffalo, knows? Buffalo's a mess. I don't know if I would go over on that. Well, you know, I got to see more out of Jimmy. I I, I hate to, I, that I'm saying this, but like I, now I think that I'd, I'd go under. Hey, well, I mean, that's the point to split your mind about it. I mean, that's true. Like, that's what, that's like, why the over/under <laughs> exists. Why the over/under exists? Yeah. Joe down, <laughs> Joe down the street didn't set these odds. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, fucking uh, what's Ace Rothstein from Casino. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to go uh, to go three and zero to start the year, and then just to have hear the. Uh, you know, the 95 Cares what people around here think your neighbors named their daughter Belichick. I don't want to talk That's, about they'll it. They'll say that no matter what. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I just played a clip that made absolutely no sense by mistake because it just, my finger hit the uh, the W. We'll cut that out. <laughs> I'm not big cut. cat. We'll take care of that in post. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I definitely am not cutting anything out. <laughs> I do zero editing. Yeah, well, you just say you cut that out. Yeah. I cut, <laughs> you don't actually. actually cut that out. <laughs> Speaking of cut that out, I watched Full House last night, a couple episodes. They were on. TV and I was just sitting there too lazy to get up. Full house or fuller house? Yeah. Oh no no, <laughs> way no. too way too the lazy original. to get too lazy to get up. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was like or, a, or move your thumb. It was change like, it was like <laughs> the first season, probably like episode four, and uh, uh, Bob Saget and what's Uncle Jesse and Joey going a uh, a triple date, a triple blind date, and they uh, each end up with each other's girl instead. They all hate the original girl they're with, and then they end up with the other girls. But Uncle Jesse, the looker. Is the only one whose girl uh, denies him. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I, like any, I wouldn't know anything about it. I like how you pretend you're watching a black and white TV and you had to get up and use the dial <laughs> on the TV to change when literally the, <laughs> the, the the remote was on my lap and I was like, oh, awesome, <laughs> Uncle Jesse. I did like. I do like. Full House brings me back to my uh, my younger years when I was a little happy lad. See, I only watched sports or Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That was pretty much it. How cool are you? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Easy does it, bro. I will say that I was an ESPN guy back then. Stop ragging. ESPN guy back then. I was uh, grew up with Stuart Scott, you know, all that. Ooh. Way to bring this down to a somber note. Um, Or Chris Berman, who I hate, too. The worst person ever. Um, I just wasn't a cartoon. I wasn't a cartoon morning guy. I wasn't ESPN. You're just all man from the jump. From the jump, you were sports. <laughs> yeah, well, you haven't met my father. Yeah. <laughs> well, your dad's a chemist or something. What's he do? He's an Air Force man. He's an airman. He's a Navy man. He's, He's an Navy. Ivy League man. You come out here in your faggoty whites. Oh, That's all I ever think of of Navy. By the way, breaking news. Very excited about it. Breaking. Uh, right dad, here on the my, podcast. My dad has some business on the East Coast. What? Week three. And um, want to see the game? Me and him are going. Buffalo or Miami? Texans. Texans is the only yeah. game I'm not going to. That's Thursday night, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we are we got the hotel uh, right by Gillette. It's wow, that's awesome. big money. What's Dude. that go for? Uh, it's a business trip for him, so he's just... He's like, going to write it off. Yeah, it's just... They yeah. He already beat, write bo- he, book, he booked it tonight. We're just going to lock up some tickets, which are going to be free-flowing because it's a Thursday night game. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you mine. Yeah. Um, no, I'm serious. I don't have them, so I would give them it's to you. It's a big Mike's game. Yeah, right. So... That's good. You got you and him going to be at Toby Keith's bar pounding. Veterans drink free there, don't they? Bring your military ID. I didn't know that. Seriously? Yeah. I've never been to. I've never been there. 
Yeah, I think the veterans. I don't know how much because that seems like a terrible business plan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's all I ever heard was you Toby Keysbar, you know, veterans drink free. Maybe it's active military. I don't know. Yeah. Or if you're in your uniform, which I don't know if you can even do that. I do feel weird about it because uh, it is a bucket list thing for me to have my like my dad go to a game at. Uh, for me, the happiest place on earth, and right. like he's never been there, so I'm fired up about it. But Tom's not playing, so it's like still gonna eh. be fun. It's still gonna Thursday be fun. night game. Isn't that they're gonna wear the uh, the silly jerseys, color rush, right? <sighs> Fucking the reds. I think they're gonna wear not the red. They're gonna be red, like all red. But they can't change their helmets, right? Right, you can't change your helmet. Which I hate that. In the NFL, is the dumbest rule ever. They should just repaint. They should just paint them. What the fuck a difference? Paint them like know. Rudy and fucking. I just miss Pat the page. Notre Dame. Me too. But you can't go back now after. But after they were just losers. After the failures. Yeah, and now now they're winners. Yeah. Uh, let's get into this. Top five things Tom Brady is doing during his suspension. Did you guys uh, prepare anything? Yeah. I guess All right. So why don't we just? I'll do one. You do one. Number one: emailing pool cover vendors and admonishing them for not having white pool covers. <laughs> go ahead, Vince. Number one. Unknown activities in a locked room with a mattress, if you've seen the commercials. Oh, that is a weird commercial. <laughs> that is, he just, that he is just, a, when he's just wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> what, what is he doing in the, I don't need any help here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Forgot about all that commercial. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Beauty Restus lets him into his, uh, his mattress locker, and he just goes, all right, I'm good here. Yeah. Just, I hate to boast, but that was a good start for <laughs> that me. That was great for you. <laughs> Ty, anything? Uh, I had a uh, firing darts at a Jimmy Garoppolo dartboard. Mm, I don't like that one. That's not a team player. Uh, playing his kids in sorry, dominating, and not saying sorry. <laughs> I do like that one. I just played sorry. And I lost, and he's I was very upset. He's a winner. Tom, he's a winner no, I know and a Tom. gamesman. Um, I go hibernating in a hyperbaric chamber. Love it. I had uh, I had eating like Ben Stiller in Dodgeball at the end. Just not having a good one. Just not having a good one. Do you have a, you bring a pen and a pad? Everything you brought. This is two weeks in a row. You brought a pen and a pad, and now you're just going from the top of the head. I get Logan Ryan. You still asked me to down. be on the podcast. That's true. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't prepare <laughs> jokes. Right, number three, having Domino's deliver 12 and a half anchovy pizzas to Roger Goodell. <laughs> 12 and a half PSI, get it? <laughs> I do. Very good. Uh, I got researching the plausibility of the medical procedures performed in the movie Face Off and gathering pictures of Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo. <laughs> Him and Travolta. <laughs> He'll play the first four games as Jimmy. It'll be good. You got another one, Ty? Ty's cut off. Couldn't come up with five. <laughs> I shouldn't even have two. <laughs> Playing automatic quarterback at Boston College intramural flag football games and firing BBs at sophomore co-eds. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right. v. Dead air V. <laughs> I and uh, I hit my I hit my wall at three. I didn't. You got I nothing have, else. I didn't, I, didn't right, I, got any, I didn't have anything w- worth sharing. I got two more. Packs a U-Haul full of fully inflated footballs and throws them through Chris Mortensen's windows. <laughs> Vince, I didn't have anything worth sharing. It didn't stop me. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, should have. Ty just, Ty just shares whatever he feels. <laughs> yeah. I, wish it did, I wish it did stop you. 
I have I had a bonus sixth one. Impregnating Giselle while standing for the national anthem. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. <laughs> I thought it was a good one. Um, top notch. Top so notch. my last uh, uh, thing here is I want to go run through how do we how do we uh, feel about the Patriots in Arizona? How do we think the Patriots can beat Arizona? And uh, give our predictions at the end. So uh, I see it as you run the ball, you control their front seven. You can't let Chandler Jones take this game over because Chandler Jones is going to come out with his ass on fire. ready to. I'm sure he would have rather gone after Brady, but he's going to come after Jimmy just as hard. And Jimmy holds the ball a little bit longer than Tom holds the ball. Uh, that defensive line is nothing to uh, mess with in, in uh, Arizona. I have a feeling that um, Bill is going to try to quiet down Chandler Jones because he knows... Chandler? He's gonna be coming. He's just, he's gonna, he's gonna. I think he's gonna quiet him down and take him. Try to keep him out of the game early. Chandler Jones always had trouble with top tier tackles. Nate Solder can be that at times when he steps his game up. He can be legit a top, you know, five left tackle in the NFL. Sometimes he's 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 slacked with people with like spin moves. Chandler Jones doesn't really have that. Chandler Jones is more of a swim move guy, speed guy to the outside. Uh, he just he doesn't have a huge arsenal of moves. I never was impressed with Chandler's uh, pass rush ability. He would, you know, he'd be crazy off the beginning of the season and then uh, kind of slow down at the end. He he'd get a lot of coverage sacks. Um, I love Chandler Jones, Syracuse, love him. So I, I was a fan of him. Um, I just it made sense to me that he he was traded because Trey Flowers is a power guy, uh, more of a Patriots pass rush type guy. Um, I just I'm more about a little bit nervous about. They got Robert Kimdichie now, who was a huge pass rusher at Ole Miss. They got uh, that giant guy who was like 6'8". I can't even remember his name at this point. Uh, uh, Calais Campbell? Calais Campbell, right. Uh, I should have known that. That's my son's name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they got that whole thing. And uh, I think that they have to give David Johnson the Marshall Falk treatment and just have Jamie Collins raping him every single uh, snap of the ball. Uh, David Johnson is going so high. In every, it's like the number one pick in everyone's fantasy. He may now. be a little overhyped, though. Yeah, he's a lot hyped. I mean, he came out before he got injured, but uh, he was like, he, got, he was a firecracker. He catches the ball. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess he runs well. I, I was never, I wasn't really that impressed with him last year, but to, to the, he scored a lot of touchdowns because he was, you know, out of nowhere. And uh, he was, he was rookie. definitely the best uh, running back on that team. But I don't know if he's the best running back in the NFL where he should be getting no uh, f- number one fantasy uh, drafts. And not no. that that means you're the best running back, but it's he still. Blew up. He blew up. But if there's one thing I know about fantasy, it's that the most hyped guy is overhyped oh, unless his name is Adrian Peterson. I like if 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 it's the number one pick in the draft, he's overhyped. Unless it's Adrian Peterson, like for a long time, Damian Tomlinson was uh, was always number one, and he was like you couldn't do any better than him because he would score fucking a hundred touchdowns a season, yeah. run for like eighteen hundred yards. AP took over him. Yeah, he was and basically then, that. But everybody else, and it's just like you you pick these guys, they get injured or they buzz, they they just don't perform. I've never. I think their their offense plays right into our defense. I mean, we can't really stop the run that well. That's probably our weakest spot. And uh, they're deep. I don't they, see them running the ball. They, they, 
throw it they, out. They just throw the ball deep, and, which is and, that's what Patriots and, will eat up dude, though. They'll play fucking. Yeah. They'll play uh, cover two. They'll play fucking quarters defense and just. Uh, and I feel that's where we've gotten better is our like, secondary is, the, is loaded. Yeah. I mean, and we struggled with secondary over the last for, few years. For for ten heck, years, they wouldn't yeah. look back for the. I don't remember a cornerback <laughs> looking back for the ball. That was so infuriating. That well, we che- yeah. We didn't have a quarterback, a cornerback who could play the bump and run forever. Ever. McCourty was never that. He was a, a cover three guy, and then they switched over to the man to man. He he went from being a Pro Bowl to almost getting well, not actually getting mm. cut, but he was terrible. He was they bumped him off the year. fucking yeah. They got him. They had to move him to safety. Yeah, which so he's, yeah, he's good at safety because he could see the whole field. But until Revis came, they had nobody that could uh, bump and run and look back. And now they have everyone. <laughs> That's yeah, all they yeah. do. Logan Ryan does it. Malcolm Butler does it perfectly. Um, Coleman's Justin Coleman Just does it perfectly. They 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 play how Belichick has been teaching him. They haven't. I can't. Asante Samuel did it to a point, but there were so many so many cornerbacks in there. I can name probably ten off the top of my head. Tyrone Wheatley. Like the uh, uh, fuck. stop I at do. one. I stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said I can name ten. I stop at one. That's stiff Willite that we drafted the yeah. next year. That was Sean Springs, Lee Bodden, all these fucking. Bus, Dwayne Starks. None of them look back. Ellis Hobbs. I mean, he was our number one, but he was never really that. Hollywood Hobbs. Yeah. No, he was he was a good kick returner. Yeah, he was. Um, he was never really that good. He was kind of like he was like a Sante Samuels. Like he was supposed to take over for Sante Samuel. He never could. Um, Asante was the best. I remember them telling stories. Except for when he had to tackle. Belichick used to say that he would never know any of the plays. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like he would just go out there and just get interceptions, he, make plays. But he, he just, just jumped. The, he could yeah. jump the ball better just than anyone. Naturally, he was like good. a Ty Law corner uh, type cornerback that just wouldn't tackle. Yeah. He's probably the worst tackling cornerback they had. He just just wouldn't try. He would just throw his helmet into somebody's shin and hope that they fell down. <laughs> I don't think he's ever wrapped in his entire life, ever. So uh, it's a steel game. Yeah, we have to see. Uh, you could we're probably steal. gonna lose. I think if I had to bet, but if you had to bet, if you were a betting well, man, and I wasn't playing with my heart, but yeah. um, I uh, think we can get it. I mean, I, you gotta let Jimmy play small ball. I think you need to let him go out there like it's Tom Brady's first season and dink and dunk the shit out of him. Just fucking yeah. screen passes, uh, little outs to Gronk and Bennett, and short interior passes to Edelman. High percentage throws, something that yeah. so he can't throw the ball away. Because, yeah. I mean, they're going to be coming at him hard, yeah. looking to rip the ball out of his hands. He's got to get the ball out under two seconds and get the ball out to just quick tight ends, screens, all that shit. Chris Hogan. At uh, least one pick, I think it's going to happen. That's what I mean. They're going to try and but, get rid of that on the road, well, especially on the road. They're not going to let them throw it yeah, up. That's going to happen. What we need to avoid is putting the ball on the ground and <laughs> special team turnovers. Like, we cannot. No, you can't beat yourself. Like, and you can't beat yourself. If Jimmy's going to, Jimmy's got to throw, uh, like I said, he's got to throw the short stuff. He can't throw deep in this game. Um, they have great defense. I'm not as scared of their offense. As uh, some people are, I think the Patriots' defense lines up great with them. Their best player, other than David Johnson, was Larry Fitzgerald, and he's of a certain age. So I mean, he's still good, but he's they not that, uh, that other wide receiver, John, John, John Brown. Brown. Yeah, he's yeah, short guy. Yeah. I mean, I shifty. There's no. I mean, that's a Logan Ryan can lock him up. Logan Ryan shut down T.Y. Hilton like three times. Yeah, I mean, that's not like um, with McCordy over the top of it. I'll, 
all day. I mean, might I? They're gonna cross him off. The, the other kid from Notre Dame doesn't scare me. They don't have tight ends that scare me. It's really David Johnson, Jermaine Fitzgerald, yeah, and exactly. there's really nothing else that scares me on that team. They got a you know that kid Nelson. I mean, they're all short little guys, and then you got the two guys on the outside. They don't run a really uh, crazy game. Carson Palmer's never scared me. He's soft, and he took a shot at Brady. He took today. a shot at Brady. I fucking hated it. <laughs> oh, took a shot I've been fired up about that all day. too stupid. I think that he didn't even know he did it. He, he, he does the uh, ESP, he does whatever, the, the call-in to all the uh, NFL, or sorry, the Foxborough reporters, and he said, what did he say? He was like, uh, hey, look, you break, the, you break the rules. He didn't even know any of the, yeah. he didn't even know any of the fucking uh, Deflategate things. Like, he didn't know any of the facts whatsoever. He was just like, hey, look, man, hydrogen's in the ball, and when it's in the air, sometimes it explodes. I don't know. He, was, he fucking has no <laughs> idea what the hell was going on. He's like, you, he was just like, you break the rules, you pay the penalty, just like in prison. If you, yeah. you steal a car, you go to jail. He didn't really say that, but that's basically along the lines it'll of how stupid pr- he was. It'll be a prison shower if Brady gets him in the Super Bowl. Exactly. He'd be raping. Because Carson oh. Palmer is not a big game quarterback. <laughs> <to> say that. <laughs> Carson Palmer is not a big game quarterback, no matter what. Yeah, it's gonna be, that's going to be the biggest game of the week, I think. It's not, I mean, Carolina, Denver, but... I think both of those teams are going to have a big letdown this year. So uh, big drop off more than... More than uh, Carolina, Carolina I think, is going to be a little... I think Carolina's going to be better. Uh, I think Denver's going to take a step back, but... Thinking Carolina's that. better is scary. Better than... no. Uh. They can't be as good as they were last year. No. What? Threatening going 16-0? They had a, such a soft schedule last they year. They did. Yeah, it was a trash. They had a soft oh, schedule. Man. They got in two real games and lost them both. Though, who'd they lose to, by the way, in the regular season? Like, the fucking... They lost to somebody that was not good. They lost like the Tampa Bay. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know, James like, fuck beat him. Yeah, maybe it was Jameis beat him. Yeah, James. they had a good run though. I mean, they whatever. Were they made it to the Super Bowl. Good for them. I don't like Cam Newton and his uh, cocky attitude and his cowboy hats. I know. I I and I uh, I always said that, but then I started realizing like it's just me like saying I'm racist. <laughs> like I'm like That's why racist. do why don't I like him? And yeah, you decided you were racist. It's, it makes hey, where are the white women at? For all the reasons I don't like him. <laughs> exactly. I just don't like the way his nose. <laughs> yeah, looks. yeah. It's, it's the way that the the width of his nose and then the width. That hair bugs the shit out of me. I spent three years saying it's not because he's black. <laughs> music he listens to. Like, I then I just stop. I stopped saying it because I was like, yeah, it really does sound like uh, it's because. <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, Cam, go go for it. I yeah, good. <laughs> go Cam, go. <laughs> go Cam, go um, until you play. So uh, let's go prediction time. Uh, I'll go first. I don't. I don't think Jimmy is ready to beat a top five NFL defense. I had this as a loss before Brady's suspension. I I think Jimmy will play admirably, control the ball. I just don't think he can keep up with Arizona or beat that Arizona D because I think the Cardinals will score. Uh, but I don't think that Jimmy's going to be able to keep up. I'm going Cardinals 24-14 in a close one. Um, I think till the end they stay in it. But Highest scoring offense in the league. Jimmy's not putting up 21 points, I don't think, in his first game. I go 14... 24... You're going opposite then. Twenty. You're going. You're going fourteen to twenty-four. Interesting move. <laughs> no, I mean twenty-one. Twenty-one fourteen. Except for Rodriguez, you're all an insult to the game. I hope so. 
Cardinals are going to win. We're yeah. going to get, I think. 24-14 was the exact score that I had. Um, I'm a little different. I'm on the Pats. Wow. Week. Yeah. Pats Tyler Trainer out of nowhere. I think uh, 29. 29 big points on Sunday night. 29 points. 29, 29 big points on that defense. Okay, I love 29 it. 29 points? Yeah. That's what I think. I what think there's the defense is going to cause some turnovers. I think Jimmy's going to have some real easy field, good field position, and uh, he's going to capitalize. And I think Blount might rush for one. That's the biggest thirty. Like they, they have are to run. Pound the ball on this team. This team's not going to be able to stop the run. Run. What runs against trash teams that we tr- are trashing? He doesn't That's run against. He doesn't run against. Uh, this team is built to beat. You know the Saints. They're not built to beat. Well, they, they compete and beat Seattle constantly. They fucking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they, that's they, division, though. Division's a little different. Yeah, because we lose to games. Miami and we lose to the Jets all the time. Yeah. I have us losing this game if Tom was playing. Me too. I just we, think it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a game opener. Uh, other than last uh, year, we another, at another team's stadium with an uh, ex player who's fucking going to be so fired up to play. A big sack guy. It's going to be. Um, we're gonna be running draws at him constantly. Yeah. We're gonna be. I think we're gonna tear Chandler Jones up. There's nothing that really scared me about Chandler Jones' uh, run stop game. I mean, he would set it the edge well, but he could. Pathetic last year. He, he was absolutely pathetic against the run. He's he can he can be overpowered at times. He, uh, I don't know. He's got to get some of that HGH's bro got. So we'll see. Um, after this, we'll see um, what happens next week, and we'll we'll, we'll come back. Uh, even stronger. We'll see who comes uh, sits second and third mic next week on the Malcolm Go podcast. Uh, Tyler, you got anything to uh, plug? Uh, no, just the, the Twitter. Maybe it's Tyler. Maybe it's Tyler. Is that what it is? That's my Twitter. I, I didn't understand how to read it. Okay. You can follow me at Malcolm Go Pod or at Brady Disciple and email me at Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next week. Go Pets. Do your job! All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Started seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. We're Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted. Oh, the